Welcome to the Covenant People's Ministry. Jesus once told Satan that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. We invite you to study the scriptures with us to learn about the words of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Our pastor is Mr. Jeremy Visser from Brooks, Georgia. You can contact us with your questions and comments at covenantpeoplesministry.org or simply write to Covenant People's Ministry, Post Office Box 256, Brooks, Georgia 30205. If you desire, you can also follow us on YouTube and Twitter. We would like to hear from you, and we pray in the name of Jesus Christ that His will will continue to reign upon us all. Once again, welcome to the Covenant People's Ministry, and here is Pastor Visser with our next Bible study. Hello, this is Pastor Visser, and I'd like to take a minute to invite you to swing by Covenant People's Ministry online. We're always available at covenantpeoplesministry.com. If you bookmark that URL, you'll have access to our audio sermons, our Godcasts, our forums, and our most current text sermons. If you feel led to be part of this ministry, know that we don't have membership dues, we don't have uniforms, we don't ask you for your personal information, and we don't ask you for a dime. At Covenant People's Ministry, all we really ask you to do is to swing by our URL on the internet or to write us a letter at our mailing address and let us know that our materials have touched you. That, my friend, is the single greatest, most important thing you can do to keep this ministry rolling. You don't necessarily have to order books. You don't have to order CDs. You don't have to send us a dime. A simple email or post in the forums of encouragement goes a long way for keeping me inspired, keeping my staff inspired, and keeping us bringing materials to you. So please, contact us by whichever method is most convenient for you. Write to us at Covenant People's Ministry, P.O. Box 256, Brooks, Georgia, that's B-R-O-O-K-S, Georgia, with a zip code 30205. Our phone number is area code 404-906-9009. This is Pastor Visser again wishing you and yours great studies. Yahweh bless. Hello, this is Pastor Visser, and the topic is The Morning Stars, Part 6. Beloved, in 1864, the French poet Charles Baudelaire warned, quote, My dear brothers, never forget, when you hear the progress of enlightenment vaunted, that the devil's best trick is to persuade you that he does not exist. End quote. Sadly, that somber reality is most apparent in this godless age more than any other. Hitchcock's Bible names list Satan as, quote, Contrary, Adversary, Enemy, Accuser, end quote. Proving that he is the contrast to Jesus Christ, who is both the truth according to John chapter 14 verse 6, and the word according to Revelation chapter 19 verse 13. Simply put, contrary means opposite. Jesus dealing with angels and casting out demons are numerous, and his biblical trials in the wilderness are very literal. Consider that Paul's speeches about spiritual warfare in the second epistle to Timothy, chapter 2, verses 24 through 26, and I'll be reading from the literal version, quote, a slave of the Lord ought not to quarrel, but to be gentle towards all, apt to teach, forbearing, in meekness teaching those who have opposed. If, perhaps, God may give them repentance for a full knowledge of the truth, and they having regained senses out of the snare of the devil, being captured by him that do the will of that one, capitalized. This means that those under the guidance of the Holy Spirit will be patient when teaching those who are not. Because without that same spirit, the unlearned are in the snare of the devil and do the will of that one, meaning Satan. 
As proven in Judaism has no devil, a majority of those who deny a little adversary are Judeo-Christian because this false doctrine helps protect the enemies of Christ while enabling the Jews are God's chosen fable. Make no mistake, there are numerous imposters within CI today pushing this anti-Christian rhetoric and many have been deceived by their ramblings. Always confirm the pastors you listen to with scripture. If they depend on dismissal of scripture or private interpretation to defend their positions, then they should be marked and openly rebuked for their transgressions against God. Thank you for listening to the Covenant People's Ministry broadcast. If you have enjoyed hearing the message of the gospel and would like to be a part of our fellowship or receive quarterly newsletters where you can order Pastor Visser's CD sermons, be sure to write to us at CPM. Post Office Box 256, Brooks, Georgia, 30205. You can also visit us on the web at covenantpeoplesministry.net, where our extensive audio section features numerous broadcasts, or you can easily listen to Pastor Visser by Godcast through your mobile audio device. Our sermons and videos are made possible by your tithes and offerings. If you wish to support this ministry, make checks or money orders payable to Covenant People's Ministry. Your donations help us to reach the lost sheep of the house of Israel, wherever they may be found. Remember that Jesus Christ is our all, and is in all that have been renewed in his Holy Spirit. So we hope that you will allow him to lead your life and help to build his church, so that when he returns, you will find faith upon this earth. We urge you to be a living example of Christian faith and apply his words to your lives. It has been a pleasure to have you with us, and now we will return to Pastor Visser's Bible study message. To put it bluntly, those who are not under the guidance of the Holy Spirit are instead under the spiritual dictatorship of the prince of this world. You can read this for yourself in John chapter 12, verse 31, John chapter 14, verse 30, John chapter 16, verse 11, and Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2. Meaning, the prince of this world is Lucifer. This is one reason that following God's law is so important. The Holy Spirit cannot dwell within an unclean person, and it's our sins that separate us from both Yahweh and the truth. As Baudelaire stated, Satan would love nothing more than for the genuine Christians to deny his existence, likely because it's the very first step in denying Yahweh himself. Jesus warns in Matthew chapter 18, verse 10, quote, Take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones, for I say unto you that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven. End quote. This confirms the concept of guardian angels that continually protect God's faithful children. Christ further adds in Matthew chapter 22 verse 30, quote, In the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are as the angels of God in heaven, end quote. Validating that cherubim are not simple earthly men, but part of his heavenly hosts created in the very beginning. Supernatural beings called angels were present during Jesus' temptations by Satan in Matthew chapter 4 verse 11 and Mark chapter 1 verse 13 and were also nearby during his crucifixion. For example, as he hung from the cross, Luke chapter 22 verse 43 confirms, quote, There appeared an angel unto Christ from heaven, strengthening him, end quote. Now this is certainly something that a man cannot do. Mere men cannot fortify God. Rather, his children are reinforced by his teachings and the written word. It's plainly a trait of the snake to reverse the divine order empowering man over Yahweh. Consider that one of the prophecies Sataniel tried to twist during his temptations of Christ was, quote, He shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy way. End quote. That's found in Psalm chapter 91 verse 11, Matthew chapter 4 verse 6, and Luke chapter 4 verse 10. 
It's outright blasphemy to suggest that regular men or pastors have charge or authority over the Messiah instead of vice versa. But this does little to stop the mouths of those who would pervert the gospel. Jesus' answer to Satan in Matthew chapter 4 verse 7 is, quote, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God, end quote, because God cannot be tempted with evil, according to James chapter 1 verse 13. CPM has covered this concept in our recent Halloween sermon, Who Maketh His Angel Spirit? Please listen to this broadcast if you desire further proof that angels are supernatural sons of God, quote-unquote, and lower in rank than Christ. Jesus being, quote, made a little lower than the angels, end quote, will certainly be covered in this series shortly. Perhaps too exhaustive to cover in this sermon are the numerous statements made by Jesus to the churches in the early chapters of the revelation of Christ, quote, which he sent and signified by his angel unto his servant John, end quote. That's Revelation chapter 1, verse 1. A casual reading of these passages will leave no doubt in the mind of the reader that angels are not plain men, but supernatural deities. Jesus is also the word incarnate, according to this prophetical book, as you can read in Revelation chapter 19, verse 13. Thus, any denial of what's plainly transcribed is an open denial of Jesus Christ himself, making one antichrist. A major tactic of the Antichrist is to refer to skewed biblical proofs that support their twisted theories. One such verse is found in Numbers chapter 23 verse 19 and it reads, quote, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Question. Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Another question. End quote. Sadly, a majority of Christians miss that this was a false prophecy given to us by none other than this bogus prophet Balaam. You might already be familiar with Balaam. He was the liar that Joshua withstood. Quote, Balak, the son of Zippor, the king of Moab, arose and warred against Israel, and sent and called Balaam, the son of Besor, to curse you. But I, Joshua, would not hearken unto Balaam. Therefore he blessed you still, so I delivered you out of his hand. End quote. That's found in Joshua chapter 24, verses 9 and 10. Interesting of note is that by saying God is not a man, Balaam locks himself forever into the biblical description of an antichrist, and Joshua is considered a type of Jesus because his name is Yeshua, which means Yahweh saved, according to Strong's Concordance. Again, Jesus himself had this to say about Balaam's false prophecies in Revelation chapter 2, verse 14. Quote, I have a few things against thee, because thou hast there them that hold to the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed unto idols, and to commit fornication. End quote. Here it should be noted that eating things sacrificed unto idols and committing fornication can both be considered serving other gods, a clear violation of the first five commandments as found in Exodus chapter 20, verse 3. For more information on Balaam, read CPM's Tactics of the Lawless Children. The false prophet and soothsayer Balaam was born in Mesopotamia and later murdered at the slaughter of Midian. He's further mentioned several times in the New Testament as an eternal example of what not to follow. Most importantly, Jesus Christ warns the church of Pergamum in Revelation chapter 2 verse 14, and this is in the alternate translation, quote, I have a few things against you, that you have there some holding to the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to throw a stumbling block before the sons and daughters of Israel, and to eat food sacrificed to idols, and to commit sexual sin. End quote. This stumbling block that Balaam cast before the Israelites was miscegenation and serving other gods. In the biblical account, it was Baal Peor. Quote, 
Israel joined himself unto Baal Peor, and the anger of Yahweh was kindled against Israel. And Yahweh spoke unto Moses, Take all the heads of the people and hang them up before Yahweh against the sun, that the fierce anger of Yahweh may be turned away from Israel. And Moses said unto the judges of Israel, Slay ye every one his men that were joined unto Baal Peor. End quote. That's found in Numbers chapter 25 verses 1 through 5. I've spoken about Balaam and his miraculous ass in both Jesus, God or not, and Tactics of the Lawless One, and those familiar with the Babylonian Talmud might be aware that the name of Jesus is replaced by this very false prophet. For example, a half-hearted study into Sanhedrin 106b proves that the Jews teach the Virgin Mary was a whore, and a quick glance at the footnotes will also show that Rabbi Friedman states, quote, All the Balaam passages that are anti-Christian in tendency, Balaam is being used as an alias for Jesus, end quote. The ADL gives further proof when they say, quote, In the 19th century, when the field of academic Jewish studies was in its infancy, a small group of Jewish scholars suggested that in some cases, the term Balaam in the Talmud may be a code word for Jesus, end quote. It's no wonder the Creator Jesus Christ purposely calls out the doctrine of Balaam by name in the second chapter of Revelation. Knowing this, it's evident that the Babylonian Jewish Talmud has no place in Christianity. Consider that Baal Peor was the counterfeit god of the Moabites, and he was worshipped by his adherents in illicit temple orgies. This deity is most often represented as both a male sun god and a female moon goddess, and was revered high atop Mount Peor on the left bank of the river Jordan, hence the plain name Lord of Peor, or Baal Peor, where the resulting illegitimate offspring were eventually sacrificed unto him. It was because of the Israelites engaging in this forbidden practice that King David wrote in Psalm 106, verse 28, quote, They, speaking of the Israelites, joined themselves also unto Baal Peor, and aided the sacrifices of the dead. End quote. And Hosea gives a much-needed second witness in Hosea chapter 9, verse 10. Quote, I saw your fathers as the first ripe in the fig tree at her first time, but they went to Baal Peor and separated themselves unto shame, and their abominations were according as they loved. End quote. So God says to slay ye every one his men that were joined unto Baal Peor in Numbers 25. While this may not sound like a loving God, it's certainly a biblical one. The scriptural penalty for those who teach contrary to God's word is death, according to Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 5. And the Christian's inability to follow this dictate is why we're up to our eyebrows with false prophets and their no-devil doctrines today. Simply put, those who teach lawlessness or blind faith in man's counterfeit government serve the lawless one, who is none other than Satan himself. Let's examine the biblical account and see for ourselves if angels are supernatural or not. Let's read, if you will, Numbers chapter 22, verses 21 through 23. And I'll be reading in the Webster Bible. Quote, Balaam rose in the morning and saddled his ass, and went with the princes of Moab. And God's anger was kindled because he went, and the angel of Yahweh stood in the way for an adversary against him. Now he was riding upon his ass, and his two servants were with him. And the ass saw the angel of Yahweh standing in the way, and his sword drawn in his hand. And the ass turned aside out of the way, and went into the field, and Balaam smote the ass to turn her into the way. End quote. In this passage, the word adversary is Satan, meaning, this angel of Yahweh is Lucifer, hand-selected to do the bidding of God and bring about his will. More importantly, in these passages, the devil isn't seen by Balaam, establishing that this angel isn't immortal, but rather a supernatural deity unseen until the time appointed. Balaam refused to do as commanded by God and would teach doctrine according to the highest bidder. He was on his way to curse the Israelites and draw them into apostasy. Thus he became hated of Yahweh. 
This angel had a sword in his hand, verifying that cherubs often do the dirty work of God, like raining fire and brimstone on the numerous homosexuals that occupied Sodom, or causing Herod to give up the ghost. As the Old Testament narratives are meant to be examples for future Christians, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 6-11, through 11, it should be noted that in this situation, Balaam was blind, yet his dumbass had the ability to see clearly. Such is the case today. Those blinded to the reality of angels and demons often beat upon those who can, at least in the spiritual sense. Let's continue reading Numbers chapter 22, verses 24-27, through 27, and I'll be reading from the Noah Webster Bible. Quote, the angel of Yahweh stood in a path of the vineyards, a wall being on this side and a wall on that side. And when the ass saw the angel of Yahweh, she thrust herself against the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. And he smote her again. And the angel of Yahweh went further and stood in a narrow place where was no way to turn either to the right hand or to the left. And when the ass saw the angel of Yahweh, she fell down under Balaam, and Balaam's anger was kindled, and he smote the ass with a staff. End quote. Peter teaches us why there's false prophets in 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 15 through 16 in the alternate text. Quote, They went astray and were deceived, having followed in the way of Balaam, the son of Besor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. But he had a rebuke for his own iniquity. A mute donkey, having spoken in a person's voice, restrained the madness of a prophet. End quote. Jude adds in the 11th verse, alternate text again, Quote, how horrible it will be to them, because they traveled in the way of Cain, and for pay they plunged into the deception of Balaam, and they perished in the rebellion of Korah. End quote. Thank you for listening to the Covenant People's Ministry broadcast. If you have enjoyed hearing the message of the gospel and would like to be a part of our fellowship, or receive quarterly newsletters where you can order Pastor Visser's CD sermons, be sure to write to us at CPM Post Office Box 256 Brooks, Georgia, 30205. You can also visit us on the web at covenantpeoplesministry.net, where our extensive audio section features numerous broadcasts, or you can easily listen to Pastor Visser by Godcast through your mobile audio device. Our sermons and videos are made possible by your tithes and offerings. If you wish to support this ministry, make checks or money orders payable to Covenant People's Ministry. Your donations help us to reach the lost sheep of the house of Israel, wherever they may be found. Remember that Jesus Christ is our all, and is in all that have been renewed in His Holy Spirit. So we hope that you will allow Him to lead your life and help to build His church, so that when He returns, you will find faith upon this earth. We urge you to be a living example of Christian faith and apply His words to your lives. It has been a pleasure to have you with us, and now we will return to Pastor Visser's Bible study message. Naturally, false prophets will teach contrary to God's spoken and written word, and oftentimes will be funded by groups with Antichrist interests, such as a majority of the 501c3 government-funded churches, quote-unquote, that litter our land. Consider that Balaam eventually saw a literal Satan standing in the way of his path. What's that to say about those who deny the existence of an adversary to God's Israel people? Much like those who deny God's law, the literal teachings of Christ, and much more of Christian history, those who reject the Word are simply rebellious to Yahweh. Speaking of the Eternal Word, the chronicle of how Balaam's ass gains the ability to converse is unforgettable. It's found in Numbers chapter 22, verse 28, quote, Yahweh opened the mouth of the ass, and she said unto Balaam, What have I done unto thee that thou hast smitten me these three times? Question, end quote. 
Soon after this dealing with Satan, Balaam begins to bless, quote-unquote, the children of Israel. But Joshua himself resists them and delivers the chosen Israelite people. Read all about that in Joshua chapter 24, verse 10. There are many different creatures created by Yahweh that all do his bidding. Consider that the prophet Zechariah wrote in chapter 1, verse 8, quote, I saw by night, and behold, a man riding upon a red horse, and he stood among the myrtle trees that were in the bottom, and behind him were their red horses, speckled and white, end quote. That's found in Zechariah chapter 1, verse 8. When Zechariah asks the angel what these creatures are, he's told in the very next verse, quote, These are they whom Yahweh has sent to walk to and fro through the earth, end quote. These divine horses will be covered in full detail in an upcoming sermon from this same series. But for now, it's safe to say that denying the existence of the spiritual realm is certainly a sad and ignorant position to be in. And Matthew chapter 7 verse 23 says even worse for those in God's judgment. My intention with this sixth part is to again prove that angels are factual. Sadly, it means little to the deceived Christian how many scriptural proofs you provide them with regarding the biblical concept of heavenly cherubim or evil spirits. As a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump, so too those that accept the belief that they themselves are Satan are in a continual cycle of being off track. The good thing is that such pitiful critters are bound under us because Christ gave us the victory through his sacrifice, as you can read in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. The no-devil belief is relatively new and foreign to Christian identity. It's designed by the enemies of God to shatter the body of Christ by those who openly hold to the teachings of Balaam and play upon man's intellect. In the biblical narrative we covered, the dumbass or mute donkey had more wisdom than Balaam until God opened his eyes, giving him the ability to see what was always in plain sight. Such is the way that those who deny the existence of literal angels and demons should be handled. Only Jesus Christ can give one eyes to see. The next and seventh sermon in this enduring series will focus more directly on Christ's annunciation made by the Archangel Gabriel, and also includes Satan's position as the dragon before and after his fall from heaven. In Luke chapter 10, verse 18, Jesus says, quote, I saw Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning, end quote. So this ministry will continue to preach the unadulterated word of God concerning holy cherubim and evil spirits, as long as these false prophets persist in claiming otherwise. So let's all be sure to do the same. War for Christ. Amen. Covenant People's Ministry Thank you for listening to this message. We hope that you have enjoyed studying with us. Remember the words that Christ has given, that wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. We hope that you will gather together with us at the online ministry's website, which is covenantpeoplesministry.com and share your Christian testimonies or ask questions and enjoy biblical fellowship. You can also order CDs of Pastor Viss's Bible Studies and enjoy many other Christian resources through the church's website or write to Covenant People's Ministry, Post Office Box 256, Brooks, Georgia, 30205. We thank you for your prayers and offerings and pray that all of you have been touched by these messages and continue to spread the word of the gospel with your friends and family. Thanks again, and may the love of Christ abide in you and yours forever and ever. Amen.